0: Initiate startup process now. All the way live. Hey yo, y'all know what this is? Damn the most hip hop in arm. R&B. want to introduce
1: to y'all. It's the infamous.
0: Call your friends and tell them it's going down now. It's going down. You <laughs> understand that? This is live. Let's go. In
1: five, four,
2: three, two, one. Three.
0: Welcome to the Infamous Hour Live here on Facebook.com slash Map Nation. I'm your host, the Infamous Amadeus. Shout out to all the people who listen to me on FM radio, all the multiple FM stations, even though we will be making a transition to WBRK Star 101.7 on a daily basis. Shout out my guy, Ricky Bats for making that transition. Now listen, I'm technically on vacation but nothing is going to stop me from bringing real hip-hop to the citizens of BoomBat Nation while watching on Facebook and Roku. And of course, my latest edition. He's not even an no addition; He's a part of the show now. is my guy. He has the dope graffiti background. Toll Vera, how are we feeling?
2: Bro, I'm happy, man. Glad to be here. You always get the good guests, man. I'm hyped for the, for the guest we have today. She's awesome.
0: Most definitely mm-hmm. now. Now this is a personal mm-hmm. favorite of mine's because you know as I transitioned my set on Sirius XM from new music to classic '90s hip hop, I've come across these Paula Perry records. Right, so you got Paula's Jam, you got Extra Extra. I'm like, who is Paula Perry? I need to find her. I need to track her down, and I need to bring her to Boombat Nation. And she is here today, Paula Perry. Welcome to the Infamous Hour. You know, thank
1: right, you, thank you for
0: having me. Round applause you Found me. That's right. We're fully live right now. Now, now, Paula, you grew up in a different time, and Brooklyn was definitely rough in the '90s. Um, so, you grew up in Fort Greene. What, what inspired you to
1: be an MC and get into hip hop? Um, being a fan of hip hop, you know, seeing um Eric being Rockham come to Fort Greene, watching all the MCs, you know, on the TV and the jams and the projects. So um, I decided to take a uh, shot at it. I was about 14 years old, and um, I was good. So, you know, I kept it going.
2: Now, Paula, like, um, I know that in during your time, you know, dudes was out there on the street freestyling. How were you able to get a word in with them? Like, t- you got to tell me about it's that. I was
1: bogarting my way through. Like, yo, I can do that, yo. <laughs> You know, it just, it's something to my point.
2: So you had to, like, commandeer the respect of all those men. Because I, I know those ciphers yeah, were like, it was like probably like men. like 40 dudes spitting on the corner.
1: <laughs> and I always inspired the guys, too. <laughs> you know, I had a lot of the guys want to be like me. Not in a female way, <laughs> but in an inspirational way. Okay, I like that.
0: I like that. Definitely, well, I mean, was, was there any pressure as an emerging MC? Because this was the era of gangster rap, right? So the content was different, the swag was different. It was much more aggressive. Being and, and, and we didn't have that many elite MCs, right? Like we had like you, we had Foxy, we had Kim. Like we we had very few. So what was that pressure like? Especially coming from Brooklyn, there was so many dope MCs from Hove, the Big, and you know you're coming as this little cute MC in the video sitting on top of the car. So what was that like for you?
1: Um, everybody was together, um, back then, you know, it wasn't really too much competition because we all supported one another, you know what I mean? So I just felt like I was part of the crew, you know, and, um, I was hanging out with Latifah, Nikki D, you know, I met, um, Lauren Hill with a lot of people from back then and everybody was humble and, um, eager for this and, and, and together with it, you know? And it wasn't like the guys against the girls. You know, everybody supported each other. So until they made it a competition with one another within the females, that's when it became a problem for me.
2: Now, Paula, I was listening to the music. Your voice has a very strong presence. And working in radio, a lot of artists, they'll submit their music to me and they'll ask me for my opinion. Now, when the female artists, when they say, like, what is it that you look out for? I tell them, listen, when you get on that track, I almost want you to scare me. Now, you have that factor because you you come in. You're all about the lyricism. You're all about the delivery. What advice do you give people when they ask you about, you know, basically the fundamentals of, of you know, getting on the mic?
1: Um, The original. Feel the music. Um, Don't run brush in, take your time, um, deal with it like it's a project. You know what I mean? Don't just take words and put it together just to make a sense of this. Make sense with it and feel it. You know, it's, it's time to bring that feeling back. Mm-hmm. And um, when I listen to the old mixtape stuff after about 15 years, because um, this was made before the internet you know, before all of that, on tapes. So once you lose that, that's it. Unless somebody had it for you, unless you got it in a crate somewhere. So once I listened to that, I felt the aggression in my voice. I felt it, and I felt what people felt, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it probably just make you want to stand up and slap somebody like <laughs> Just like some <laughs> of the music make your hand beat you want to be cute, make you want to squirt. You know, there's space for everybody in this. Yeah. But it's the, it's the example that you make expressing what you're trying to say, yeah,
0: most definitely. Once again, we're live right now, Facebook.com boombap nation. I'm the infamous Amadeus. This is the infamous hour. We are officially live right now. Shout out to people in the chat Gabriel, shout out to Jamal, shout the ISIS cards. Some uh, they, they're talking about the who you jacking off the slaughterhouse. Uh, they're talking about the ink, which is Master Ace Inc. Incorporated and Tom Veras here. Um, so Paul Perry, so. So in the nineties you had this amazing record called Extra Extra, which is one of probably the most underrated DJ Premier beats of all time, right? It's it's super underrated track from the production side. How did you actually link with Premier? And what 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 uh time period is this Premier in production wise? Because this was Gang Star, like what records were out that he was producing when this when your
1: joint came out? Um in those days, let me see. Yeah, he was producing a lot of gangsta, a lot of um, a, a lot of MCs. Um, I met Premier through Ace years before we actually worked extra extra. So he was like family to me, mm-hmm. you know. And he was he was big up there already. He worked with Biggie. Um, he worked with a lot of people. I, I can't even name them all right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, you know, legendary, legendary back then. It still is. Extra, extra probably was before it's time. Just like the, old, the the whole album, probably. You know, everything happens for a reason. So I just waited my turn, and I knew that one day I was going to have another shot. I have faith. I walk with God completely.
2: Paul, you had a chance to work with quite a few people during your time. And I actually, I like to play this little game with some of our guests. I like to call it like six degrees of separation now. Uh, Inf and I, we work over at Shade 45. And um you actually had the opportunity to work with Heather B on one of your songs. And Heather B is it's the Yes, she is the co-host of Sway in the Morning, and that that is our connection. Yeah, yeah. for yeah, all of us here, we're connected through Heather B. So that's kind of dope. How was it working
1: with her? Um, fun. That's like a sister, you know. So we, you know, it was just fun. The energy was good. You know, everybody just supporting each other just to make a dope record, you know, mm-hmm. and supporting me. Mm-hmm. Oh, now, she's a real good person. Now,
0: now, off of the project, what was supposed to be the single, right? Because obviously we had Paula's Jam, but we didn't have a visual for that. And then we had Extra Action. We had a bunch of other records. Which one, marketing-wise, was supposed to be the record that was supposed to hit radio and, and so on and so forth?
1: Ghetto that. With uh, me, Q45, and Brian McKnight. Q45 um, was my partner back then. Um, course. And we had a creation of that Extra Indie Album. And, um, yeah, so that was supposed to have been the first single. But at the last minute, I decided to put Extra, Extra out because it just explained more of me. You know, it took me in the hood. You know, it just showed people what I was about and what I do. And that's it. And then it's still a chance for these records to come out because I have some radio and I have some beat you and the head news. So
2: Paula, over the years, you've, uh, you've had the opportunity to see like all these female MCs come up, like the, the, the fall and the rise of, uh, you know, all these different, um, female MCs from like little Kim, Foxy Brown, even up to Nicki Minaj to nowadays, they got like cash doll, uh, I want to say, like, is there one specific female MC that, that has gotten your attention? Like, hey, she kind of reminds me of a younger me. Someone you would say is kind of like a contemporary of you.
1: Hmm. Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown reminds me of me. Cam, um, you know, Cam's family. She's from where I'm from. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's like my sis. Love that. Um, Cardi B, you know her energy. I love her energy. Sometimes she do a little too much, <laughs> and it's like your face is wrapping and not your behind. And ladies, stop doing all that. Together. Please, please. it's like they walking around looking like ducks now. Like, like what you trying to do? Yeah. And chill with all that. Yeah. Then they, I mean, when you get my age, you're gonna regret it. Mm-hmm. Really. You know, I'm so happy. I never decided to do any of that. You know, a lot of stuff have chemicals in it. It's cancerous. You know, you get sick, your butt falling out, your butt falling off. You pay more money getting it fixed than you pay getting it in. Mm. You know, it's time to be yourself. Stop. Everybody want to look like Kim Kardashian? Sorry, Kim, but uh, come on. You know, it's, it's about the music at the end of the day. It's time to bring back. The Queen of Underground has spoken, right and I, I don't want no. Right That's a fact. Talk her, talk to Now, do you think
0: that the female in general, right? Besides uh, social media, you know, besides the you know MC and just the regular female in general, has more pressure because of social media, right? Because you're, you know, as a as a woman maybe comparing yourself to other women not you just in general, just like the younger women who are coming up right now it's a different time. So do you think that pressure contributes to the face altercations and the body altercation that we're seeing?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean what they're they doing on love and hip hop and on um, whatever you know reality TV and what these girls is doing women is doing. To portray the image like, you have to do this to get in the game. You have to do this to make rich man want you. you no, know, be yourself. At the end of the day, that man is going home to the more natural woman. You just a fly by night. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Unless they talk you into doing it, you know, be like, All right, do this for me. Cool. But don't do it just to get ahead. Because sometimes they'll come and bite you right in the behind key alert all you I'm, know uh, you yeah. put off for the wrong reason and there's so much sex trafficking out here mm-hmm. and it's confusing these young girls you know it, it. It's, it's making it a dangerous world. you see this yin yang we got to be even you know what I mean a man compliments a woman a woman compliments a man together we make the world go round let's do that in this
2: music great message paul well, I'm, I'm glad we caught you during uh, international women's month and uh with that being said um the the whole like women's empowerment movement like do you feel like hip-hop has really been better at including women and giving them a bigger platform than you know from when the time you were making music to now like How you feel like it's gotten stronger or weaker?
1: Weaker. Because it's only a couple of women that's able to show their talents now. It's only a few women out there. So back then, a lot of women had a chance to, you know, show their skills on the bigger, you know, bigger scale. So it was like the powers that be just shut it all down for women at one point, especially when Nicki Minaj was out. You know, and then her attitude. So I'm glad Cardi B came out and shut her up. Sometimes the industry will set you up to shut you up. Remember that. Oh shit. Wow. Wow.
2: That is that is quotable right there.
1: No, that, that's you so- know I had a state in 2012 barking on everybody when certain things happened. And my life was was threatened on Twitter by young money. Really? So of course I had rights. Yeah, really.
0: Wait, And that's part so, of the so reason why i label here
1: because.
0: Young Money the Label? Yeah. Really?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but God don't like ugly. So, you know, hmm. it is what it is. Everybody tried to say, oh, Paul crazy. Oh, Paul is going crazy. No, Paul ain't crazy. <laughs> Paul may play crazy. Paul could be crazy. Paul could get crazy. But my mind ain't crazy. Yeah.
0: So, so, can you elaborate a little bit, like, what exactly happened with Young Money? And in 2012, Young Money was super hot. I mean, you had the emergence of Drake. You had the emergence of Tiger. You had Wayne kind of falling off a little bit. You had uh, Gutter Gutter. So, what was it exactly that happened with you and Young Money?
1: Well, what happened was, um, I made a comment on Twitter, saying that once you go into strip clubs and bring a lot of these strips out the clubs and, and. Um, into the rap industry, it was going to turn the whole game upside down. So once I said that, somebody commented, oh, shut the F up. Mind your business. You don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. So it caused a Twitter war between me, Nicki Minaj, Bob's, and Trudy got involved, and probably a couple of other people. So when the missed to All that, somebody said, oh, I come to your block, i kill you. This, that, and third. I'm like, oh, Whatever, it ain't got to be all that, but bring it. So um, word got back down here. My mother heard about it, and she came and got, you know, with my son. So I'm like, you know, I had to leave everything. So I didn't want to leave. I wasn't scared, so I was back and forth. But at the same time, I had to think about my future and my son, you know. And I knew God don't like ugly what well, comes around goes around, and they was gonna have their day. And here you go. Sorry.
2: That must have been um, that must have been quite an experience to deal with all that, especially like from an industry where you you know where you where you strived in. You know, this is an industry you were respected in, and to get treated that way must have been. Yeah. I can only imagine what you went through, but um. It looks like you're doing well from that. Looks like you overcame it. I sure did. Yep. How do do the people you work with musically feel about that whole situation?
1: I mean, they support me. They know I'm here. They love me. You know. So, you know, it is what it is. We family. It's unconditional love over here. You feel me? All that fainty, phony, fake mess. Keep it over there. I'm not with it. I'm too old to go through any buffoonery <laughs> from anybody. So, you know, I have um Deacon Mathis um helping me out. He's my manager. I met him through Chico from um Junior Mafia. Mm-hmm. Um I'm signed to Cleopatra now. You know, I have my man Chris right here supporting me, holding me down. We holding each other down, and we have yeah. You know, I got my baby father, Q45, you know, holding me down as well, and we're going to do this. Familiar faces all day. My mother never stopped praying for me. My sisters, my family, my friends, for Greene, the world, and I'm here. God be the glory.
0: Boom. Most definitely. Once again, we're live right now. Facebook.com slash Boom Nation. This is The Infamous Hour. I'm your host, The Infamous Hour. My day peace and blessings to people who listen to this audio. Later on on FM stations, I have my good friend, Tone Vera from SiriusXM, who is my co-host on The Infamous Hour. We have the legendary Paula Perry in the building. Now, Paula, again, you come from a different time. How much have labels contributed to the destruction of hip-hop, right? So as a radio personality, I do contribute a lot of it to radio as well for picking and choosing what want to be playing and and these type of things. But from the label perspective, right, because they build artists up, they invest this type of money into artists, and they kind of just shut it down. Do you think hip-hop has become too
1: corporate? Yes. Um, You have some labels that play all types of music. But then the mainstream labels that play about eight records in rotation – And and you get tired of that, you know? You want to switch stations. Bring everybody music back. It's time. You know? I hear Case Records, where they cut Foxy Brown off. What are you doing? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, come on. Everybody come back. It's time. We want to hear everything.
2: Have you ever... um... Considered like, starting your own record label and kind of, like, bringing up artists under your tutelage?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, hopefully in the near future. Um, my producer, one of them down here, um, Lowe, he produced Gates. That's um, the next single coming out. Okay. All his pieces, you know, every last one of them. Then I have my people in New York. got my cousins down here. My son, he raps. He's dope. You know, my nephew. So, yeah, one day I will start a Yeah. And I'm not going to try to beat nobody in the head. <laughs> <laughs> That's applause fair. For that
0: That's fair. Round applause, Tom. Uh, we have some questions in the chat. Uh, Mars Black is asking, any collaborations coming up for Paul Perry?
1: Well, you have Six Pack from the album with um, Old Girls. You have... Um, Me and Jesse West on the album um, in the future to be announced, you know, and there's a lot of stuff that wasn't released yet. So, you know, it's going to be a surprise.
2: (laughs) I feel like we didn't touch on this too much earlier, but like I like to ask artists about their writing process. Do you still write music to this day? And if you do, like what is oh, your yeah. like do you not write for people? Are you are you tr- Oh, okay, okay, good to know. Good to I'm know. I'm gonna tell I'm you like,
1: something that Master A taught me a little bit. Oh, round applause. So, write good. the ABCs on the top of the paper. So when you try on a word the rhyme, you can go through the alphabet. A, B, C, D, E. Hmm. Okay. And That's also cool. you have your rhyme and dictionaries. Um you hear a line, you hear something you like, write it down, you know, make, it makes sense. And sometimes simple is better.
2: Simplicity is key. But um, let me ask you, Are have you conformed to the new style? Like, do you write in your phone or do you have to have a pen in your hand and write? Well, I'm p-
1: old thing. Um she got the Sometimes i type it in my computer, but I, I like a pen and the paper. <laughs> Nothing
0: yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. So so obviously um you know you were introduced to hip hop through Master Ace, who was uh, a part of the legendary Juice Crew. We spoke about it. I've had the pleasure to work with Tragedy Gaddafi, uh, who was intelligent hulum back in the juice crew days. Uh so talk about meeting Master Ace and what the Juice Crew meant to hip hop. I think a lot of people you know here on Boom Bap Nation, they all know who the Juice Crew is, but people on FM may not know. So what was the Juice Crew and what did they mean to hip-hop? And then how did you meet Master well, Ace? Well, the
1: Juice Crew, that was the crew that, um, you know, they were signed to cool chillin'. And um, Roxanne Shantae, Beast, freestyle, monster. I mean, you know, like I said, I was a huge fan. So me meeting Master Ace was fit. You feel me? It was meant to be. So um, they meant a lot to hip-hop that day. Just like KRS One, but I know there's, you know, <laughs> going against each other, the Bronx, against Queens, mm-hmm. or whatever. But it just meant so much to me because it just brought excitement to him. You know? It's, uh,
2: it's incredible to have that on your resume, to have been surrounded by incredibly talented people early in the career. You know, they say, like, your network is your net worth, and you were obviously you know, rich in talent, being around all that. And
1: yeah, you know, I just, I want to know, do you still keep in touch with all these people? No, not mass days. I don't know why. Um, Mr. C, no. nope. My familiar family, little mama, everybody, my family, of course. But them, no. I guess it was all business. It's all right. I still love them, really? and I appreciate everything Matt Hayes did for me. Although I didn't get everything I was, you know, I heard, but I appreciate the opportunity.
0: Looking back at it, though, like let's say you know twenty years removed from it, um, why do you think that is? Do, do you think it's it, the fall of any one person? Do you think it's a combination of things? Why do you think it didn't turn out the way that uh, everyone thought it was?
1: As far as what my album,
0: yeah, the album and and just the ch- the trajectory because you had a lot of heat, um, obviously in the underground, and um and then it just kind of just went away. Obviously, we, we were talking a little off air about the label structure and the way they switch projects over and
1: how they allocated resources. Um, right, but but, but it was merging, um, yeah, the companies was merging. Everything was shutting down. The companies was going bankrupt. So it kind of like what. Put- the artist in a messed up position. So, like I said, by the time the album was ready to come out, I didn't have no more budget money. I didn't spend it. My album was the cheapest and fastest in Motown history. You know what I mean? So later on, down the line, recently, like last year, I'm finding out where the money went.
2: Mm.
1: And it's not clear. You know? And now they're saying, oh, you got to this before this could come off universal. Oh no, I don't. No, so you know, we're fixing that now. T- to this day, there's still
0: recoupable money holding oh, me, really.
1: Trying to hold me under universal. So obviously, I, I never went nowhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, so so, so co- now, so co- Jackson, <laughs> shout out to my wife. Uh, she was just creeping, uh, crawling under. So if you saw a thick Dominican woman, that was my wife. But no, no, seriously. So even to this day, I mean, when did Paula's jam drop? Was it 97? 98? What year was that? Yeah,
1: 96.
0: And still to this 96. day, they're still <laughs> recoupable. Because, you know, Boom Bam Nation, um, you know, not only do we support the legendary artists. This is a personal mission of mine to support legendary artists. But we do support the independent artists, right? So how is it possible that... Like even like legally, there'd be like a seven year statute of limitation. How is it possible that twenty five years later, there's still funds owed to a label? They, they didn't write it off the taxes. To uncle I sale? don't know.
1: That's why my, my lawyer is looking into it now. Jesus you know, I don't. I don't tall. know how that even possible. I never heard it like that in my life. So I was like, okay, something got to get. It. <laughs> Jesus, Tom.
2: If you could, uh, if you could, like go back and in, in to one defining moment. And make a change that would have uh, avoided all these problems. Where do you think you would have gone back to make that change? What well, What moment would you um, have
1: changed? Signing my first contract. Um, I, I would have definitely had another lawyer look at it. You know, and, um, had more understanding of what I was signing. You know, now since you have the internet, you have Google. You can Google everything. Google the phrase. Google the words. Back then, it was like, womp, 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 so mm-hmm. I was just excited to be part of the game, to get my little check. <laughs> so that's the regret that I, you know, yeah. signing things that I didn't know what I was signing because I didn't read it correctly, and I just took the advice of somebody that wasn't really for me, mm-hmm. you know, that wasn't for my best interest. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, um, it's the money game, in this industry. Yeah, nobody really cares, mm-hmm. you know, it's a business, it's the music business 100%. You know, but at the same time, we the artists, we got the talent. Without the talent what you got?
0: It. You know, nothing,
1: don't rhyme and sing something. That's right. Well, live
0: right now, facebook.com boomab nation. I'm your host, the Infamous Sound Is the infamous hour shout out to Toll Vera? Paula Perry is in the building now, Paula. I, I, just a quick off the topic question. How, how do you guys look so amazing? Like after all these years, was it the Hennessy? Was it the the, the New York City tap? What like what? How do you guys maintain? <laughs> like,
1: like how do you guys maintain? I put the, um, it's I like, put the liquor down a long time ago. <laughs> oh, round pause. <laughs> well me, pause. I, I don't use beauty makeup. I use my mother brought us up couple Dove soap, you know, mm-hmm. beauty bar. So my whole family, like all of us, we just you know. Um, shea butter shea and that's butter. it. You know, all that uh uh foundation and stuff that crack your skin that you know, you don't need none of that. Need your
0: killer, you tone. know.
1: Shea butter. And if it, if it don't, don't fix it. So I was used to doing the same thing since I was fourteen and I kept on doing it. So that's why my face looked like this now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a fact. You ever got into
2: you ever got into that line of business where you're making products like natural products for people?
1: Well, um, actually, I was making some grease out of uh, shea butter and um, soap, soap for eight and stuff like that. And I'm a natural girl, like I'm allergic to everything, so I use our products, you know, the lipstick and the um, lip liner stuff with no chemicals in it, and um, that's it. So you know, um. My man, he make the sea moss gel. Mm -hmm. So whoever wants some sea moss, hit me up. That's good for you. You know when you first start taking it, I have you run to the bathroom. (laughs) I warn y'all right now, (laughs) but it's cleaning you out and detox. Detox tea, green tea. Yeah, make you lose weight like that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. most definitely uh people were asking in the chat if you still keep in contact with DJ Premier because obviously DJ the record with DJ Premier played such an intricate part in your career so is there still contact there
1: I haven't spoken to Premier in years but um you know we never um a lot of anything so you know we're still good so um I haven't spoken to him so I meet the mobile all the time that's my bro yeah, you know, Moby produced about three songs on the album. Did he? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well,
2: we'll let him know you say what's up. He's over at uh, Shade 45 now doing a show, a weekly show. Exactly.
1: Oh, and big up to my cousin, um, Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, Anthony. I say that because right after I spoke to y'all, he caught me on FaceTime Live, blasting extra extra from Shade 45. he not say nothing. I got on my scarf, my robe. He like this on the phone, smoking
0: <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I'm like See, tell, we, 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 we do it right by the community. Round applause. That's right. I was pumping that.
2: Paula, tell us about this new music you're working on.
1: Well, um, I'm about to put out a mixtape of the old stuff that nobody heard before. Um, I'm working on um, you know, I had um uh, S T F U, shut the F up. Moby B produced. Um, let me see. Famous Records put that out. So as soon as we finish taking care of this situation, I'll be putting out a new um, album with Cleopatra. I'm working on a documentary now. I'm writing it day by day. So that's probably going to be a Netflix situation. Mm. And I'm, I'm just working. I'm writing. You know, I'm mentoring. I'm making masks. Soon I'll be making some mink coats again. <laughs> and I'm I'm just doing me. I'm back to me, you know.
2: Just curious. So, yeah. Just curious, what do those main coats run?
1: Let me say it depends on the uh, material and how much I have to pay for the material. Oh, for so like I said, I'm not going to beat nobody in the head because I like doing it for the passion, you know. Probably like $750 or that's not bad. That's not bad. Oh, no, that's, that's actually not
2: bad.
0: Actually, we we, we, need, we need a, a mint coat for Vince because he's in Canada. He's been. He's never coming to the United States again. Never. <laughs> he's locked in for a whole year.
1: Okay, so, uh, <laughs> about a minute a year. I should start making it. Uh, I'll be ready. It's just my um, partner. God bless the dead, Mitch. He was supposed to miss sending me all the material in um, from New York. He passed from Corona. Be careful out there, guys, please. Mm. That is no joke. I no, was talking yeah. to him one day in Atlantic City. In Atlantic City, the next thing you know, six days later, gone.
0: Jesus. Yeah, COVID kind of shifted the nation and it made things differently. So as a musician, um, how are you adjusted to the digital world? Because it's different. We come from a very physical game where it's you know, stickers, CDs, it's it's hand-to-hand combat in a sense as a musician. How have, you, how have you adjusted to being, you know, fully digital? We got Zoom, we got this, we got Facebook, Instagram. Um, Is it okay for you?
1: Yeah. Well, I stay current with the times. You know, as it changed, I changed to it. You know, computers came out, I got one. My mother always kept me busy with the stuff that's coming out. <laughs> you know, Christmas, whatever. I had past in the do. As time went on, I just was upgrading. That's all. My space turned to Facebook. Yeah. Twitter, I don't yeah. know what's going on on Twitter. I mean, it is now. Trump destroyed Twitter. Oh, on. Finished
2: it.
0: Tom uh uh Trump killed Twitter.
2: Like it's over. Oh yeah. Totally agree, yeah. Nobody likes Twitter. Trump ain't killed Twitter. <laughs> Trump ain't killed Twitter. <laughs> it's the least popular of the social medias Is it? too much Trump too alone much, too much Trump,
1: I, Trump, Trump just gangster <laughs> You know I, into out, a- I got one
2: I hear you I hear you Well Paula like Like we're excited for this new project And I remember like right before the interview You actually I felt like it, it hit me harder Because you actually pulled out a cassette tape and people don't get it how classic these cassette tapes are. Like, oh, you grabbing it right now? Like, yeah, where is it? Like I was I, see, was, this lucky one can, yeah, I was lucky in, enough uh, to like grow I up in the cassette it. tape era, but yeah, I see it right there for everybody out there. You can yeah, check it out is, as
1: well. My manager bought this for my birthday, but you can actually plug it in the computer and it um drops everything into MP3. Really? So it co-
0: so it converts the yeah, cassette, yeah. the actual cassette into yeah,
1: the verse to MP3. Oh, that's yep. a tough round of applause. We need, to tell, we need that. That's
2: classic. Look, I forgot. Oh. I need yeah. that. We all need yeah. that. We all need yeah. that.
0: $35, Amazon. Thank God for Amazon. So, so Paula Perry, before we get out of here, final question. Uh, we're live right now, facebook.com slash Nation. Shout out to everyone who's listening on FM radio when you hear back the audio. Shout out to Tone Vera. He's here. Shout out to the amazing Paula Perry. Round of applause for her. Still looking amazing. People in the chat. Thank you. Paula Perry's gorgeous. I, I just keep seeing it going down the chat. So, you know. Looking back at your career, looking back at where hip-hop is going, what do you want the Paula Perry uh, imprint to be? And and what, what, when it's all said and done, uh, what do you want to contribute to hip-hop?
1: Um, bringing it back as far as, like, um, to the way it used to be. Um, the love. The uh, unity. Put the guns down. Stop killing each other. Stop being jealous of one another. Um. In this world today, money don't make you. As long as you can survive and breathe this world and breathe this air, you know, live for your kids, think about the future. And that's it. Um, and I feel that if hip hop keep going the way it's going, they're going to take it from us, yeah. you know, like they took everything back. So let, let's try to turn this around and get this back again. I'm here to help. And I'm, I'm glad that the industry gave me another opportunity. Thank you. Most I definitely. Appreciate wow, applause. Yeah. Paul Perry. Tone, any final words before we get out of here?
2: And Paula, I just want to thank you. Like, honestly, this has been a great interview. It's been great getting to know you. And I just, I love your positive energy and your whole positive outlook. And I'm glad for your contributions to the hip hop game. So salute to you, Paula. Thank you for having me.
1: Salute to y'all.
0: We appreciate you. Once again, this is the infamous hour every single Thursday at nine PM Eastern Standard Time, live here on Facebook.com slash Boombat Nation. Actually, Tone, we're going to LA next month. Let's put a quick spoiler. So we're going to LA next month and we're What's doing good? a live interview with Onyx in studio here. Oh yeah. It's gonna and be fun. That's right, cause now, you know. People- <laughs> People are getting vaccinated now, so that we can do some in-studios. We had um, we had J.O. Felony in-studio with DJ Quick. We had Tragic Gaddafi and Royal Flush, and now we have Onyx. And uh, Tone Vera. where they can listen to you at, where they can uh, follow you at on social media.
2: Yo, I'm on social media. You can just Tone at T-O-N-E dot V-I-E-R-A on everything. And yeah, man, yeah. I'm very responsive. Hit me up, man. I'm, I'm always down to connect with people, especially if you're a hip-hop lover like me. Most, most definitely. Paul Perry, where they can follow you at, social media, when's the new project coming out?
1: Paula Perry 101, new project to be announced. <laughs> but um, it's out now. I mean, you can go straight in the um, album everywhere. Everywhere. Amazon, Title, Spotify, everywhere. Hit me up Facebook, Paula Perry 101. Twitter, Paula Perry 101. Instagram, Paula Perry 101. That's my old Fort Green building, 101 all day. Oh.
0: That's nice. nice. right, round applause for a green built. <laughs> and of course I'm the infamous I'm the Listen, next week I will not be here on Facebook because it's my birthday on March 9th. Shout out to Biggie Smalls. Me and Biggie Smalls share a weird, you know, type of thing because he died <laughs> on my birthday. So you know, so but but I'm gonna be on the other side of the goddamn globe. Round of applause for me. So I'm gonna be on vacation. But I will be back in two weeks, of course, with Tone Vera. And uh, we look forward to keep doing this amazing work here at Boom Bat Nation and the Infamous Hour by continuing the hip-hop legacy. Shout out to Vince from Livecast, who is super busy. I mean, he kept me waiting today, so I know this guy is busy. Shout out to uh, Livecast. Make sure you follow him on all social media platforms. And most importantly, guys, the world is opening up. It's going to get hot. So stay safe, stay COVID-19 free, and stay productive. See you next week.